Welcome to the All-Star Networking Show. I'm so looking forward to talking to my guest today, Jody Weinberg. Jody and I have known each other for a long time and uh, super excited to connect with you today and talk about all things networking and business development and sales. So Jody, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Well, thank today. you for having me. Um, this is very nice. I have a company called JTEL Connections. We've actually turned into JTEL as the years have gone on. Teleconnection is kind of a mouthful, and we set very high-level meetings that are qualified with hard-to-reach decision makers in the professional services sector. Excellent, excellent. And you and I go back. Now, do we even? I think we're in double digits at least. Yeah, I right? would say at least ten years. Don't you think? Yeah, a long time. I think it's been a long time because yeah. we were just talking before I push the record button, despite our technical challenges. Yes. Um, we're here, we're recording um, in the office center studio today. Um, but I, uh, we go back. I don't remember where we met. I don't either. But I want to say it was probably networking. Yes, of course it was networking. I mean, like an event. Yeah. So let's just go right from that because again, the fact that we I remember I don't remember exactly where we met. I just remember meeting you and I always called and said you were Rhoda. You were Rhoda from Mary Tyler. I was always like, You're my Rhoda. And I said, You just have such a good voice and such a good presence and a way with you that, you know. I was both laughing and I was connecting of like, I was drawn to you. So, so say a little bit about how networking has served your business through the years. Oh, huge. Um, It's not what you know, it's who you know. And Minneapolis is, you know, as we both know, and probably a lot of people, it's a big, small town. And I've been in business 23 years, but I've been doing what I do for 33 and you show up and you focus on the industries that you're good at, which we've learned through the years, and you do a good job and your clients see an ROI and they talk. They just, and a lot of my business comes from referrals. Fun. So, I mean, I really think it's about showing up. And your business, though, you're not all in, your business is not in Minneapolis exclusively. You're all over the country. We have been virtual since day one. The pandemic did not do it to us. Yes, I have people all over the U.S., not offshore. We don't do anything offshore. Um, But yeah, I've got seasoned mature callers. And currently, the average tenure is nine years of my callers. My COO and partner has been with me 12 years. So and then we've known each other at least 12 years because I think Travis had just started. Oh, really? Because he was a contractor first. Yes, and he and was a caller. And a caller. So I think yeah. we go back 15 plus years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll look when we're done. I'll look in my records, which is my little tip for the listeners. Oh, I don't do have... You- do you make records of when you meet somebody or where could you go back and, and ballpark? Yeah. You know, I do now, but I didn't years ago because it's a good idea because then you're right. You've got a resource because otherwise like when, how when time goes on and we forget, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I learned a tip too. You know Lenny Newman in town, of right? course. So everybody knows Lenny in right. town, and probably internationally, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you're listening and you don't know Lenny Newman, you need to know Lenny Newman. Yeah. And say paper sent you. Jody sent you. Um, Lenny was who told me to use LinkedIn when I'm making introductions because then you can keep a record of how you've connected with people or when you've connected or when you've linked with them. So like he uses the LinkedIn notes section as a way to track everything. So I cool. thought that was kind of a good idea of like, okay, why, you know, I don't even know where that is. You're going to have to show. I'll me. show you when we're done on it. But you know, for many people that you have to use a CRM for their jobs, yeah, I bet. what do you, what do you do with it? You know, and do you yeah. track it in there? Like you could go back and look in there, yeah. but if you're doing all sales, you know, do you want to do that? So that's nice. Yeah, no, that's a, that's great tip. Yeah. But let's talk about, okay, so you've been making calls for people and helping them with their sales is when you're reaching out and building relationships, what are some of the ways that make you so effective at getting the connection and then ultimately getting the order? You know, I worked with a consultant many years ago, John Sherman, and he really helped me with the legs of the company. Um, I was in business three or four years. I took off out of the gate. People could not believe that there was a company out there that did what they say. Mm -hmm. And I laugh about that because I think, well, you know, I was young and naive back then. But I mean, I guess, do people lie about what they do? Yes, they do lie about what they do. We call it embellishing. Okay, that's (laughs) embellishing or marketing. That's a really good word. (laughs) Well, we didn't and I don't. So people couldn't believe that there was really somebody that set the kind of meetings. I was probably a couple people back then. But um, what I learned from John is that there is such a thing as a professional appointment setter or a professional prospector out there. And our wiring, our skill set, our value prop is very different than that of the salesperson, AKA the expert. My best closers are owners, C-level VPs, people that have skin in the game and can make the sale happen and have the the wherewithal to want to make it happen. And those are top level people. But a professional caller, prospector, skill set wiring is that two to three minutes perform on your feet essentially. And that's what we do. That's what we're, that's the interview. That's what we're able to do. And we're able to know what to say from a very large script that I first put together. It's generally about two pages. My callers are so professional that probably by call three, they can condense it to two minutes Mm -hmm. and they know exactly what to say to get their attention, do it quickly, qualify it, make sure they're a decision maker and get the meaning. Mm-hmm. Then we flip it to the salesperson, the expert, and their wiring, their value prop, their skill set is about the solution complex sell with intelligence. They are used to the long sales cycle. That would make us crazy. Right. So that's how but we, you get them in the right place in a short, you said two or three calls, uh, two to three minutes, two or three minutes. But how do you find, how do you find the right people or how have you gotten really good for anybody listening? That's putting together their network or putting together their sales list. One, they could work with you, 
right? But Or how do you help a client understand who the target is? Is that a long conversation? No, um, not really, but it's it's a trial and error conversation. So we really leave it up to the client and we say, you know, who who's your best customer or what size revenues of target companies do you want to go after or what industries or how many employees? Because if you're talking IT, they always look at it as seats. So employees, well, seats, computers. Um, so they say whatever they want. And then when during the kickoff call, which has changed, we used to just pull a list and get it to them. Now they work with Travis at the end of the kickoff call and he plays with the database and he hones it down to probably, I don't even know, probably 10 companies. And they say, yep, this is, yep, this looks good. This is what I want. And then he'll pull like 800. Right. And then he'll send it to the client to scrub it. So it's kind of a collaboration. And for those of you listening that don't know what scrubbing a list means, it's not like doing the dishes on the list. It's looking at your list and going, no, that's not the right company or something. I already do lists, business with them. You know, exactly. I'm already pursuing them myself. Yes. It's being really smart about not wasting time and anybody's yeah. time or your brand or any of that. So and scrubbing you, a list is a big part of, you know, to me, it's at least cleaning it's, the just, list. it's being strategic. Yeah. And there are a lot of clients that, because the lists are pretty big, you know, they're five to 800 names when you start, you know, they'll, for, they'll, they'll bypass somebody and then we'll call and they'll go, oh, we already do business with them. That's probably one in a hundred. It's not a lot, maybe one in a thousand. I don't know. So once in a while, and you just, you know, we look like we're part of their company. So we just say, oh, I'm so sorry. Guess we missed that one. Right. You know, are you good? Is everything good? Oh yeah. Things yeah. are great. So, you know, we, we know how to handle that if that happens. And what's sort of one of the tips you have, again, you've been, how many years did you say you've been doing this? 30, 33. 33 years. Okay. Well, she started when she was 12. You know? oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just going to say. Right. You know? No. Is, uh, how do you handle, do you ever, you get rejected? Do you go back to the person? Oh yeah. What are your, what are your strategies for you that? Know, First of all, it's very rare that you get somebody. That's telemarketing, which I'm not beating up. There's a reason for everything out there. But telemarketing is like, I think, B2C work. It's a yes or no answer. It's kids reading scripts, trying to make their way through college. It's people saying, click. Right. Or don't like, bother take me. me off the, my line is, could you please take me I, off your list? My line too, actually. Yeah. You know, and I or, usually say, please, or I say, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing and you're a really good caller, but so I really don't need another credit card or my car service was fine or whatever. Um, so for us, you know, we're dealing with, you know, C-level directors, VPs that it's rare, but what they will say is, you know, we're good. No, not at this time. And then we'll say, is it okay if we follow up with you? Yep, it's okay. Now, even if we get somebody on the phone, you'll edit it, um, that says, you know, how did you get my number and take me off the list? We'll, you know, of course we apologize. 
but we might set them out six months to a year and try them again. And it's very funny because you can get somebody on a bad day. Right. I don't think that's bad. I'm not editing this out. To me, that's about you're 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 respecting their opinion, but maybe you're putting them in a I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out again. Because you don't know who's yeah, gonna answer the phone. Maybe there's been a job change. Yes. Maybe there, I mean, yes. you're, you're not calling into somebody's house. No. So that's why I think it's okay. I'm not gonna edit this out because to me it's about being playing the long game. Yes. Um, and and wanting to build that relationship with yes. people. Yes. Especially if your clients, if you have a nine-year relationship with people, that's a long time. Yeah, they know you. Part of their sales, and are, are you typically with the sales department? No, I'm with with the CEO. I work with small headcount, CEO, director, VP of the company, couple of people who are doing the sales and the closing, and you know maybe their director of biz dev we work with, or director of marketing, but. It's usually a small headcount, high average annual gross sale per one client. Okay. Okay. So high sale, low headcount. Okay. Right. All right. So let's talk about where do you go? Because did your networking habits change after or during the pandemic or? Yeah. I mean, everything was on Zoom or Teams. Yeah. I mean, everything. I mean, you know that. I do. I mean, thank God it's come back a little bit, but I think people are still afraid. I mean, I still see people with masks out there and, you know, I just have to wonder if it's ever going to, like, I don't know. Panera seems to be pretty busy, but. Um, I like the face-to-face networking mm-hmm. thing a lot because you get the energy, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, during the pandemic, it was LinkedIn. There was a yep. lot of connecting in there. There were a lot of webinars, if we all remember. Like every day, there was like, we actually- uh, There was no, t- there were so many webinars. There wasn't really time to get your work done. You were busy on a webinar. Oh yes. my God. Oh, I got to go to that webinar. Oh, I got to go to that webinar. I, and some of them were good and some of them were a waste of time, you know? Um, we did, we, we started e-marketing then. And that has been very successful. It's a lower end cost. And what, what, how do you, what, we're how do you find doing, e-marketing? We're doing, one message a month and five drips. So five times we send it with one message every month. And we're not just doing it for name recognition. Like I talk to people and I go, you know, do you do e-marketing or e-blasting? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Through MailChimp or one of those. And, And is anybody following up on it? Well, we're supposed to most aren't. Right. What we do is we get, we're looking for a five-star rating. And when it hits four and five stars, that means that they've opened the email multiple times from multiple devices. Mm-hmm. They've gone to your website and they've probably gone to your LinkedIn. We pick up the phone. So we say we call the top 200 every week. It's a couple hours, depending on which email package you choose. Two to two, four and six hours of follow-up of the top 200. Those are the four to five. Wait, you're offering this service to your clients? Yeah. Oh, this is, that's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So we don't stock them and say, oh, we see you've opened them. Right. Well, but we just say, you know, we just, it just sort of, it's a little warmer of a call. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a great addition yeah. to it. Yeah. So we have packages where we have like 90 hours a month of calling yep. with the e-marketing. And then we have just the e-marketing with just a couple hours of follow-up on the four to five star top 200s. And we also have partner referral programs, which that's what we really started with the pandemic. So people go, yeah, I want more partners. I want more referral partners. So it's a different kind of email. Right. And they respond. And then it's the same thing with the emails and the drip marketing. But instead of calling for the end user where you're saying, yeah, so-and-so, you know, Kathy Paper would like to just you know, build a relationship, you know, spend 20 or 30 minutes via Zoom with you to learn more. Right. Now what we're doing is we're saying, who are your best referral partners? And we're going to set up a meeting based on that. Right. Right. Oh, no, this is good. This is good. These are good new areas. Well, I mean... Not I mean what what I understand it is, and again, you've been doing it for a long time and very successfully is people uh, need help with making the connections. Oh, you know, let's just say, I mean, if we were in a room, you sort of there are people you're drawn to, there are people you click with the connections, and what you've just described is two or three different ways to help clients yeah. get connected. Okay, we're so also, what do you got? That, what do you we're got also AI. We're also utilizing AI to create more effective methods that are miles ahead of our competitors for our clients. We use it to find better contact information and improve cadence. Mm -hmm. This is all Travis. This is all my COO. He's so smart this way. Um, and basically, without getting getting into all the hairy details, we're able to do a little more than some of the other folks in our space. Okay. Using AI mm -hmm. and and more effective methods. Okay, so to get their contact information and improve cadence, do you? You don't have to give me details, but do you? I liken AI when I first experienced AI was on LinkedIn, where when you look at somebody's profile and then on that sidebar it says "people also viewed." Yes, that's AI, isn't it? Mm, sort of. I sort mean, of. that's really, yeah, it's, it's, it is the algorithms putting all of that together. But I mean, yeah, sort of what we're, what we're doing is we're using AI, like for one example, to find context, right? So as soon as somebody changes a job, in a perfect world, we'd like it to be immediate, right. but pretty quickly as when somebody new comes in, the records will show it. Okay. So you got that. Good. Um, what else? Let's do a, a, a little, a little summary of, again, wealth of knowledge, Jody Weinberg from JTEL. Yeah. I want to say JTEL connections. So I, I was there before the name. Changed. I know. I know. That's how long we've yeah. known each other. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Okay, you so were. Jody Weinberg with JTEL. And what, give one more tip of somebody that's listening, that's either in sales or looking for a job or- Always be the... prospecting. I don't know, it's supposed to be ABC, but we're going to say ABP. <laughs> Always be prospecting. I mean, yeah. And, you know, the problems, it, it is a, 
I mean, for me, it's not hard because I've been doing it and I'm wired that way. Right. But, and my colleges are too, but it's hard for a lot of people. You know, you'd rather work the warm stuff. Right. Anybody would. I mean, referrals are great because chances of closing them are very high, but you can't just depend on the referrals. You know, years ago, when going back to when I started the business, I mean, the referrals were coming in left and right. I mean, it was just crazy. Like um, second year, my business tripled, but you know, they die down eventually. And I've gone through hills and valleys where I haven't had a pipeline, you know, and a referral is in a pipeline, right? I mean, I have people in my company, Travis does emailing, Paige, my CAO, also a small partner, who's been with me nine years. I mean, they actually do phone calling for us, right? And it may be no today, but it may be yes in 90 days. So you need to have a pipeline. Yeah. Right. That's a great, really good summary. That is. That's what we wrote the article on. How do you fill your pipeline? Remember? Right. I, How do you fill your pipeline? We got to put that. I'll put that link into the end of the show. And we've changed our URL. You are? What's your URL? Meetingsyouwant.com. Oh. How good is that? I like that. Yeah. Action-oriented. Travis found it and called me up and said, you know, it's available. I'm like, buy it. I mean, right. Meetingsyouwant.com. Let's go. So Jody at Travis at page at meetingsyouwant.com. No way. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Change. We've upgraded our website. So we okay. had it. We'll look at, we'll look at the website. Jody, thank you so much for doing thank this today. You. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Always good. Always good to see you. And that was the All-Star Networking Show. Hello.